Happy Tuesday. Hello, everybody. Good morning and howdy. It's the 7th of May, and we are talking on a new microphone. We are. So welcome once more to our adventures in podcasting, where we are using new equipment. And so we named last week's podcast the Placebo Podcast. That was Whistle, (laughs) because uh, our new... um, the format we used didn't work. It, I mean, it worked, but it was too hot, and so we weren't able to use it. So you may have been listening and been like, this is the best sound they've ever had, and it was actually our old system, which was is basically just a microphone in my phone, and so <laughs> now we are have had the provision of a sweetheart named Wave who has explained a lot of things that I never thought I would know. And now I feel like an engineer this morning. I've got headphones on and I'm watching all these things on the screen. And But it's actually quite simple. It's just um, the microphone we have is very good. Yes. Meaning it picks up everything. So we will see how this goes. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes... There's little noises taking place in the room that you've never heard before, but now <laughs> you'll get to hear them. Yeah, and we appreciate um, the emails, especially Moment, who wrote and said how much she loves just hearing our everyday life happening around us. So that will probably happen, and it might be magnified. So uh, we discovered our setup, our idea of being able to just plug in easily and go is great. We just, we may end up with a different microphone. We'll see what happens, but welcome to our journey. <laughs> you're, you're just part of it with us. It's part of this day, so right. <laughs> we'll see how we do. Do I have my smooth <clears throat> jazz voice going? Is that? You do. Okay. It's like I an don't oasis. Have, I don't have headphones on, so I don't know. Right. Yeah. Quite the sound quality. Right, so see, I've got to be the one making faces because I'm going to hear the things that get magnified and you have no idea. It's actually awesome. Yes, well, I'll get to hear them later. You will. And, and we've discovered we've just reached the age where, you know, at 7 in the morning is not <laughs> may not be our best voice moments. No. A lot of cobwebs to clear out in the mornings, and so historically, yeah. I am the stomach growler of our marriage. Yes, and so, and and certainly at seven in the morning when I haven't had breakfast, <laughs> I'm I'm going to have growls. So I can't wait to hear those. If the rolling thunder that you hear in the background on our clear sky day. Is my stomach. Yeah, and you all know, like those of you who may do prayer apps, you know that familiarity of you're praying for someone and your stomach growls. So it happens to us all. It does, to the best of us. The best, yeah. That's just awesome to hear. Yeah, we did have a really amazing time over the weekend. Um, We had the opportunity to participate in one of our community festivals so it was barbecue and blues so if you're gonna participate in a festival that's a good one we ate and we had great music we did and uh, so we had a crew of creatives and 
who had uh, booths there and just the amazing things, jewelry and paintings and photography and crochet and these cute little monster dolls for baby for little ones and uh, I actually wanted one so I think they would have they would be great for big ones I got some for all the grandkids so we'll see who ends up with them me or them Mm because they're very snuggly oh (laughs) yay yay they and and what a crew they were just the best because we had rain on Friday night yeah and so we we weren't able to to be there Friday, but then Saturday they all came and and stayed until late, 11, 11.30 at night. And I think they were back in bed at midnight, so bless them. And uh, what a joy it was to get to uh, be with our community this weekend. Yeah, and I think they ended up kind of being the hangout spot for all the volunteers and people working and just getting to know each other and so yeah it was cool it was very cool well um we've had an amazing week um this has been something of a shabbat candle week where we've gotten to have remembrance and reconciliation as this week was the 10 year anniversary of uh, the island resurrecting. And that uh, is just such a place of awe for us. Like we're just amazed by it. So there's been a lot of remembering of all the things that Papa has done over these last 10 years. And um, one of the things that Papa's really been saying about that is that there was a five-year period from 2009 to 2014 Mm -hmm. where we traveled and we traveled extensively and uh, we went on 77 trips and those trips were mostly trainings so we were gone um, a minimum of six days on those 77 trips some of them 12 days uh, when we went internationally and um and so there's just a real sewing that we got to do in for five years. And, and we got to do some of the, the original massive global land missions and all of those things that, that were really birthed during that first five years. And then the second five years was more of a time when we were building locally our home, building mm-hmm. our kahal, building... Uh, what we're doing now, all of immersion and the dunks and the dips and the fitting room and, uh, of course, now the creative collective and dressing uh, rooms. all of the different things mm-hmm. that, that happen here uh, to gather really came into its own. And, and, uh, and so the, the second five years were more about what, what we were establishing in the uh, in the land that Papa had assigned to us. And we saw the same thing happening all over uh, the United States and all over the world. And so Papa's really emphasizing right now that we've just begun a third five-year period. Mm. And there's this great expectancy right now. And it's kind of nice because I know the last few podcasts 
have been more about, you know, the the things that we've been dismantling and a little bit of, of awesomeness, but also some of the things that we've got to be healed of in our hearts. Right now, it's it's about the the hope. It's there's just such an expectancy as we remember and reconcile. We're able to look back upon this time, but also see the great things that God did. And now knowing that there's a new five years, and we that we've got something new to step into, and that we're not losing the seeds that were sown ten years ago. We're not losing the um, the home that was established and founded five years ago, but really now we have uh, those two coming together. And so there is this incredible harvest now that we're stepping into and that if we can purpose ourselves through prayer to be able to just pop a I'm going to choose to step into this. And like we've always said, intentionally, I want to walk into this next five years with expectancy, with hope, Mm -hmm. with remembrance and reconciliation, because we're not losing anything for the past. It's a springboard for the next five years. We've strengthened the foundations, uh, which is something we'll continue to do. Um, We'll continue to to deal with all of the things that are happening with our own personal transformation but but there's something that we're that we're stepping into and that that is the the hope and the joy and the excitement that I have right now of all right papa what's that look like what is this what is this period of time which will be 2019 to 2024 what what is that 5 year period mean to you mm-hmm. and and how will we see our individual calls and our call as a at, within our kahal, within our community of kinsmen, <clears throat> and how will we see the kingdom kahals that uh, that are connected through Jesus around the world, uh, the the communities of people who believe, who have relationship with God, who are laying down their lives in order to become more like Jesus and mature into something glorious, a bride that um, has that Isaiah 61 completion of the work of Jesus. And so I think we're going to have much to unpack over the next um, few months and then much to live over the next few years. Lots of joy as we step in. Yeah. And I think the month that we just stepped into is a great rehearsal for that life of um, what you're just describing. And so we've just come in to the month of IR, which is my pronunciation of it. I think it's actually IR, but we've just stepped into that month and it's, it's a very significant time. And, you know, I'm always looking at each month and the tabernacle. This one is really, just really, um, struck me in in a new way. Um, <clears throat> IR is a month that doesn't have any holidays, any special days, any um, anything like that, yet every day within it is a part of the counting of the Omer, which means each one is a mitzvah or has an a invitation in it 
to draw near to the Lord and and remember or find the places where you've forgotten. And so <clears throat> I think every day really has that invitation and so we're in a true rehearsal for the days of he- the days ahead um, <clears throat> that every day has an opportunity to be closer to him, be closer to who he created us to be. And so the counting of the Omer is the 49 days between Pesach and Shavuot. And so for the Jewish people and for us, it's a time to really count, you know, so the word is count, but it it's not a counting of the days. It's a recounting of the truth, a recounting of who he is and especially who he will continue to be. And so this, this little portion of time, it's so important to recognize who he truly is to us and to reconcile to those places of who we haven't allowed him to be and the false places of who we've believed him to be, who he's not. Um, and so something so amazing I um, have just been, I can't get away from it, is that within IR, on the 14th, just like the 14th of Nisan is Passover, the 14th of IR is called Pesach Shanai or the second Passover. And so basically, Papa created this day for those who, for whatever reason, at Pesach were unable to bring their offering. So maybe they were ritually impure, you know, like back in that time, but it was listed as reasons beyond their control. And so, you know, I was just looking at the times in my own life when I haven't been able to bring him my offering, you know, and just those times when I've made other choices, I haven't, I haven't been prepared for that moment and it's past, but he will not let us be passed by. And so he always, he's just the God of a second chance, isn't he? I mean, he always is there. He's ready even when we're not prepared. You know, he has made a way when we're trying to find ours. And so I just have been so aware of those times I haven't, you know, some of the things we talked about last week, those obstructions and those frustrations, just what we've been talking about the past weeks. And I just haven't been ready to offer what I truly have. And He's he's ready for me. He's ready for that. He's ready for us for that offering when we when we bring it and and just that offering of ourselves and when we you know when we've tried to do everything in our own ability instead of his ableness. You know, all those things, all those things that seem so little but over time we don't recognize the the impact or the consequence of them and he's there ready to remove all of that 
in just an instant when we return. Because that's what the Pesach um, Shani is. It, it exhibits the power of return, like what that truly means. It's not us coming for an error correction. It's us coming for him to transform us, to transform the past and bring forth the present that is better than even that moment when we didn't come, you know, and he, it's so full of everything that's been in his heart during the wait. Like there was an ad, which doesn't mean, you know, (laughs) to wait because there's more, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, he doesn't withhold from us. Um, he holds it for us. And so this, this time period, um, of IR, this counting or recalling, recounting, and really recognizing, um, there was something he said to the Israelites when they came out of Egypt. So after deliverance, he said, if you follow my commands, I will not bring these things of Egypt upon you. So they already had Passover in Egypt, but he's like, you'll have a second Passover and it wasn't about the laws. The Torah, you know, was was the journey to Sinai was towards the Torah. And he basically he's saying, if you truly know me, if if your recollections of me are true, if your knowing of me is true, there can be no exile in you. You know, I will remove every place of exile that you have because when you know me, you're near me. And so the Torah, you know, it's just the first five books of the Bible. And those, you know, when you read them in context of who is he, you know, not, you know, a lot of the, I know in those five books, there can be some weighing down <laughs> things, just a lot of the, the history that we don't understand fully the significance of when you see it in light of a ketubah. And it's telling the bride's family and the groom's family and how they met and and what the father is doing on behalf of them. It's it's so incredible. And so it's a place to really discover who he is, who the people saw him as, who they called him, you know, how they called him, how he came, all of those things. And so he's like, when that is familiar to you, nothing else will satisfy and you'll, you'll be drawn near. Um, so this time is so much about revealing our places of exile, those places we've just allowed ourselves to be exiled. Um, so an interesting thing, we've been on a journey for a bit to discover, are there other names for the months besides the ones that are used? And what we've discovered is that in the Torah, it's just Jack rolling over. Mm. (laughs) Um, In the Torah, they used numbers for the months. So each month was numbered one through 12. Um, And there was a real purpose for that because it it was building a foundation for them of of order, of um, process, of journey. 
and of connection. And so they just, they had these numbers, but we know um, how precious those numbers that Aleph Bet would have been to Papa. So each one of those numbers was revealing part of the covenant of that month. And so it's interesting if you start with Nisan and it's the first month and Adar is the 12th month, you've gone from, you know, the deliverance of the people, the creation of a, of a nation, and then the, the cause of Christ, you know, why he came. And then Adar is all about the increase of joy. If you, and so that's Lamed and the heart. Like, what is his heart? So if you go from Nisan to Adar, his heart is that we would be increased, that we would be joy at its base is connected, that we would be connected, we'd be one. If you started with Tishri, and that was the first month because in the new year, and then the last month would be Elul, it begins with the birth, the hope, that he had, and then that 12th month, that Lamed, would be Elul, which is all about wedding, and it's the king is in the field, <clears throat> and it's got the acronym of I am my beloved's and he is mine. So just those numbers are amazing, but it then tells us that when the Jews came back from Babylon, they brought up these names with them, which means they redeemed them and they were trusted with them because they'd been on the foundation that he was building of the order and the purpose. Now they could live out the story of it with these names and bring forth their true meanings. So with IR, there's an acronym also, which is I am God, your healer. That's, that's what the acronym of IR means. And so it's just that place where... He wants to restore us always in every healing we ever have, in every need we ever have to the truth of who he is, who he is to us, who he's always been. And again, that's those places of exile, the places where we've forgotten, those places we don't remember. We've chosen a different idea of him or not allowed him to be um, who he is and and truly what it looks like to allow him to be the fullness of our source first and let him guide us to the advocates and the experiences that will be part of the healing be part of the journey be part of the restoration but he's the source first so the last portion of that is just that the tabernacle of this time of this month is the governor and um so throughout history that was always considered this time was it was a time of war it's when the kings would march to war most of that was just practicality it was the time when the grounds had dried up but it for us it's you know they were only going as God sent them the kings of God you know, the, the kings that followed him were only going into battle as he sent them, and victory and recovery and restoration was assured. So during this season for us, as we're rehearsing every day being an appointment day, an appointed day to draw near to him, 
We want to see when we do have a struggle, are we letting that struggle draw us near to him? Um, And then also realizing that the Israelites, they didn't let their struggle draw them near to him. That's why they didn't go to the mountain. They stayed at the base and they allowed their struggle to be their bond. And it was it was a false togetherness. It was a false unity because they were bonding over what they wouldn't do instead of what he was calling them to. And so for us, we have that choice to just really rehearse that in that season. We've talked about it the past few podcasts, but how will we let our difference draw us together? How will we let each other's struggles be something that draws us near to him together? We lift each other up to him instead of drawing each other to ourself and what, um, you know, how we might be someone's source or we might be um, the place that they look instead of always drawing back to him. And that's, that's the fullness of, of war. War comes from the root word bread, and it means to be drawn together for the same purpose, to gain passage, to be drawn to him for his victory, for his passage, for his um, egress or his exodus instead of our escapes. So, okay, we've done it. Um, not (laughs) Not without some troubles. I am actually concerned we have disrupted air traffic control with this microphone. <laughs> um, yeah, there have been planes flying. So what I've discovered is it's not that the microphone picks everything up. It's that it magnifies it exponentially. <laughs> so, Our um, lives are grand adventures. They are. So a big thank you to Wave for coming and helping us when it cut off and (laughs) we needed another track and and we're going to get it all smoothed out and maybe a little less uh picking up microphone for next week but anyway you're you're on the adventure with us and we're grateful for that and uh we will we just celebrate that we celebrate getting to be connected in all the ways that we are yes we do So we love you all and we'll see you and talk to you very soon. Bye.